and welcome my beautiful, so full of wisdom friends to another episode of the Age Me Gracefully podcast. I'm your host, Holly Haynes, and I cannot wait to dive into all the goodness we have for you today on the show. I am very honored today on my very first podcast to have with me the man that has literally changed my life over the years. This man was given a death sentence only eight months ago. And today, y'all, he's thriving. And he's here with me in my studio to join us today and talk about aging gracefully. And he is doing it himself very eloquently. And to help me kick off this podcast, he is a very well-known international speaker and published author of over 60-plus books. They have included bestsellers. He is a Ph.D. of theology and psychology and has pastored four churches spanning five decades. He has also started the first ever faith-based counseling training institute, that's a mouthful, (laughs) to train not only first responders, but anyone who's desired to have a counseling ministry. Over 10,000 to date have been given his school certification. They're in all 50 states and 14 foreign countries. He was called to the scene of 9-11 and arrived three days after the towers fell. He was called by Mayor Giuliani to set up the counseling services for the 9-11's victims' families. Y'all, he was present every day for the next year, which entailed him helping the families cope. He played a very vital role in dealing with the severe trauma that, well, you guys know, not only the families faced, but all the first responders that were behind that yellow ribbon. Most of the volunteers, first responders, and of course the people on that scene, breathed in very toxic air. Y'all, that was including the shrapnel debris that was present every single day. He has subsequently had eight surgeries since 2005, battling several rounds of cancer due to 9-11. The latest was this last year in 2019 when he turned 77. I was actually in the country of Belize and had just opened a new restaurant when we got the call that he was going to do another round of chemo and radiation that the cancer had come back. So after he decided to go another round of chemo and radiation at the end of the treatment, he was moved from his home in Texas where he has lived his entire life to Steamboat Springs, Colorado, where he now resides. He was put into hospice and given two months to live. His memory was deeply affected, and he slept most of the days. One day into the third month, he woke up and said, I need my computer. I need to write. So his new office was set up, and he slowly began his journey back. He knew that God had not finished with him yet, y'all. That was eight months ago, and he's sitting in my office and in my studio today, and we are collaborating together on this growing old gracefully thing. I welcome to the podcast today, my father, Michael K. Haynes. Welcome, Daddy, to the first podcast of Aging Gracefully and all that that entails. (laughs) Oh, me, Holly. It entails so much, I don't know how to explain it all. At any rate, that's I'm so proud to see that you're doing things of, of this nature. Maybe, I mean, there's not hardly anything out there that I've run across that talks about aging in any manner, let alone gracefully. 
So, so basically, you're going, you're hitting a, a market uh, place that is wide open to learning about uh, aging gracefully because what people don't really understand is that we're locked into a time-space continuum, which means you're going to be a day older tomorrow than you are today, and you can't get out of that unless you die. So basically, everybody that is drawing breath and would draw breath until things happened about the end of time are going to age. And I didn't really realize that I'd be 78 years old and have two kids in their 50s and, <laughs> and five grandkids living right on top of it. I didn't really realize that I would be in that particular situation, but I am so glad to see out of your all of your accomplishments, which I would like to get into sometime. I'm going to leave that up to you in the podcast in the future because, guys, you don't have any idea what this girl has done and what she's gone through and learned. Oh, Daddy, you're sweet. You're you're awesome. Well, I... I, I'm just telling the <laughs> truth. <laughs> well, but just walking through life backwards, Holly, this is, this is what happens when you get locked into to time. And I've seen in the place that I'm living now, and gratefully because they saved my life, they actually brought me back from cancer. I'm cancer-free now. Uh, that doesn't mean it's always going to be that way, but for right now, it's that way. And that's another podcast. Right. And, Daddy, I want to touch on that just briefly because I want people to understand that are listening to this and that may not have hope or may have a diagnosis that they're living with. I want you to know that daddy was in hospice and given two months to live eight months ago and is absolutely cancer free to this day. Uh, That was not the situation. That was not what we had prepared for. So I just want to encourage anyone that's listening today that is struggling with anything that has to do with any kind of illness and a diagnosis that you're dealing or living with. And that doesn't matter whether it's an autoimmune disease, whatever it is you're dealing with today, just know that it's not the final verdict. So daddy, I want to go back because I'm so intrigued with this book that you started before you got sick. And I think it is so relevant for today on living in our vision and not our memory, which is the name of the book. And talk to me about that, because I feel like this is one of the biggest points to not aging gracefully and to having those regrets. So talk to me about this. We live in a time-space continuum. We're going to be locked into time until the day we die. The only way out of time is to die. You're going to be a day older tomorrow, guys, before anything that you can think of is going to happen in your life. You're going to be a day older tomorrow, and you can't help it. So basically, to get yourself locked into a time-space continuum, you've got either one or two ways to, to go. You can look forward toward your vision, or you can walk through life backwards. Uh, if you live or locked into your memory. Those are the two things that have to do with uh, living your vision and not your memory. So, Dad, how come the rearview mirror on a car is so small, but the front of the car 
to where we look out is so big. Well, the front is the vision. Uh, the front, front is the way you look to see where you're going in your vision. The rear view mirror lets you know what's behind you. But what I'm finding out about people is that, that some of them are so locked into their memory that they walk through life backwards. They walk through life looking backwards. It's kind of like driving a car down the I-45 freeway in your rearview mirror. Have you ever thought about how long it would take you to run into something? It wouldn't take me very long. <laughs> no, it wouldn't take anybody very long. But what you've got is walking through life backwards when you're locked into your memory. The book says turn around, begin to look forward instead of backwards. And I'm finding that, that what I'm seeing around me every day is people who are lonely, people who are have thought that they had everything coming to them and find out that they're too old to get those things that they thought they had coming to them. And, and they're all together in facilities like I'm in right now, and I've never seen anything like that from the inside. I've seen so many people who are thinking about, why didn't this happen to me? Why didn't I succeed at that? Why didn't, why didn't my marriage succeed? Why didn't so many things that got them locked into things that have gone by them? And so the book really is going to deal with how do you build a vision to turn around to move forward in your life instead of looking backwards in the rearview mirror. And I think that is such a good start because living in the past does not serve any of us other than the fact that hopefully we learn from mistakes and things that have hurt us in the past and things that have been our choices too in the past. So Daddy, I want you to talk about what it means to live in your vision and what that entails and what that means. And we are going to come out with some detailed steps on how to do this. And you guys can find those in the links below because I think it is so important for where we are in the present moment and to stop the should have, could have, and would have. So how, Daddy, does somebody live in their vision and not in their memory? How do you do that? Well, it takes a turnaround in life, a turnaround in perspective. And a lot of times that what I'm seeing on a daily basis is people who are in their rooms, they're locked into their rooms in their own mind. They can open the door and walk out and fellowship with other people, but they don't. They just sit in their rooms and, and they're full of loneliness. And the rooms, Daddy, could be, you're referring to rooms to where it could be a trailer That's out right. in the woods or it could be a mansion up on the hill. Exactly. Because, it, it's because a respecter that, of no person. Well, the, the perspective has to do with repentance. Repentance is a word that you've heard probably before if you've ever been in church or anything else. You've heard that term. But the term literally means to turn around, do a 180 turn around. When, when repentance takes place in your life, you basically have a transformation of the mind. You've got to step into your memory and overcome it. Now, you can learn from your past, but you don't live there. 
can't live there because it's gone. You can't bring it back. And most people that are locked into their memory are wanting to bring it back. They're wanting to think that the big house that they had is uh, going to be for eternity, and it's not. You are going to get old. Now, how you do it is the key to the whole thing that we're talking about today, aging gracefully, full of grace, has to do with uh, your perspective about who you are and about life, about the mind, and the transformation of the mind. A lot of the people that I'm running into today, Holly, they've lost their mind. I mean, literally, they have sickness. They have all kinds of things going wrong with them. Their mental process is, is going awry, and they're living in, in what they considered to be what they wanted to live all their life, but didn't. now they don't have it. They didn't like it. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to be with us and grow with us. As long as we have breath, we will continue to age. How we age is our choice, and my deepest desire is for you to do it, enjoying every moment of your life. Let's do away with the stigma society has placed on us that aging is something to be dreaded and even feared. That simply is just not the truth. So tune in every week for fantastic speakers who will not only enhance your life, but will add great value and joy to it as well. So what you're saying is that when this happens, it is because people fail to live their life in the moment or in the presence. And they tend to constantly pine over what was or what could have been or what should have been or what they thought they deserved or they're not further along than where they thought they were. And all of a sudden, today is gone, and they wake up and they repeat the process. So the joy is gone. There's no joy in living because we're stuck living in the past, and it's heartbreaking. And I have to admit that for years, I was stuck in the past. I went through a painful divorce. I left the huge home, and the things that the world taught me were part of success and I was miserable and they weren't success and it's not how you define success. So after the aging process, Mm -hmm. you learn not to be comfortable in your own skin because I think that is just funny when people say that because I don't know that we're ever going to be comfortable in our skin nor that we want to be because we're always changing and growing. But I have found that I will never be able to change the past. I will never be able to take away where I've hurt people or where people have hurt me. But the one thing I have found that I can do is I can forgive myself and I can be in the present moment and I can choose joy and I can let those things go that don't serve me anymore. So on that note, Dad, talk about when people get into constantly in their brains and the psychology of their brains replaying those moments over and over of rejection, of not feeling approved, not feeling worthy. And people that are at the very top, some of the people that are the richest are the most miserable. So it's a respecter of no person 
loneliness and, and living in the past doesn't care if you're Robin Williams or you're who you are. So talk to us about the psychology of the brain side of replaying those roles and the damage that that does to us. Well, Holly, we're made up of three parts. We're made up of the body, which we all can see and have judgments about that. But we have a metaphysical part as well as the physical. We have the mind, will, and emotional makeup, and then we have the spirit. And that, that is a division. That's not the same thing. The metaphysical part is divided into two. You have a body, soul, and a spirit. Now, basically, when you start living in your physical aspect, that's when you uh, are young and you've got goals, and your goals have to do with worldly things and worldly achievements, things that uh, you want uh, for your life and what you think you might want for your retirement days, that they're golden. Not necessarily so. The fact of the matter is when you get to that retirement time, you haven't achieve those things uh, you may have achieved them but you're miserable in your life and in your perspective and there's no transformation of the mind there's no spiritual growth you're not living in the present you're living in the past which you cannot change so aging gracefully has to do with your your whole thinking process you've got to think about things that are that are current that are real I tell you, the brain is a funny thing because I eat next to a, a lady that's 102 years old. And she's a very, very smart lady. She's very sharp. She she eats like a horse. Physically is in wonderful shape, but she's 102 and she's not going to last long. Well, no. And I eat right across from a man who Ask me the same question every five minutes. Exactly the same question. And he has a brain problem. He has dementia. And it's, it's just, uh, but this man was highly successful in his lifetime, uh, which he considers to be his lifetime. But now he goes around and tries to escape where he is. He tries to get out in his wheelchair and get on the road and go through the snow. He wants away from where he is because he he thinks that he has been cheated, that he's been captured. Also, there was just another a person who came in the other day that said, uh, they're trying to put us in the nut house. They're trying to put me in a nut house. And she was yelling that all the way down the aisle. Well, uh, truth of the matter is, Holly, that nut house saved my life. So... I'm not a nut, you know, <laughs> and I don't look at them as a nut. But, you know, Dad, I think it's very important because apparently you have chosen to look at your life in a very different way, even when you had the death sentence, than someone else that is eating right across from you or down the table from you has chosen to look at their life. And so the aging gracefully part has to do with your mindset and what you let your mind take in. We all know that if you harp on um, a subject or a person or something and you just ruminate it over and over in your mind, it becomes your world. It becomes who you are. 
and um, it takes away your joy. And so, Dad, I think it is so important, not for people that are even 80, but people that are my age in their 50s to decide today, decide at this moment that you are going to look at things through just a completely different lens. And that lens is you may not be in the best position you want to be in. You may not be where you thought you were in life. But what are you going to do in this very moment to have joy and create joy in that moment? And I think that is so vital for aging gracefully. Oh, I do too, Holly. That, that's, you couldn't have said it better. But I'm just seeing all these things work out and learning from what I see on a daily basis. And I've made friends with a lot of these people. Uh, and they've opened up to me. And that's, that just comes from the, the gifts that God has given to me. But spiritual food is where the whole secret lies. It's not in what the, the kitchen brings out and feeds us. Because everybody gripes about that. <laughs> but, uh, but the spiritual food, like, like the Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind, I press forward toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And that's in Philippians 3.13. It's, it's very plain that uh, the scripture teaches basically how to age gracefully. And, and some of those things have to do with uh, where you are currently, but uh, if you don't live in the present, you're living in the past one other way. Now, how do you live in your vision? That's a different ballgame altogether, of which we will get into, but we don't have the time to do that today in this podcast. Right, Daddy. And one of the things before you go today, because I want to have you back as a guest because you just are a wealth of knowledge on everything that we are discussing And I wanted to, you know, kick this podcast off with this because I think it is so important as a foundation, but we will have so many things on supplements. We will have things on CBD creams that are incredible. We will have clean crafted wine and all that entails for our health and our wellness. I have so many great podcasts that are lined up with so many great speakers. So I just want to encourage you guys, subscribe, like the podcast. We are going to be rolling so many great things out. But one of the things I want to leave with is, Daddy, in this book, Living in Your Vision and Not Your Memory, what would you say would be the most important thing you would tell me as your daughter at 53 to live for? Well, you, you already know that you don't uh, have joy and you don't have peace or happiness when you have all the things of the world that the world offers. You've already lived through that, Holly. You have lived in mansions, real big houses, mansions. You've gone to foreign countries and set up businesses. You have done all kinds of uh, incredible things. But as you grow older, those things are are not going to stay with you because you're moving past them. They definitely don't define you, right? No, they don't define you (laughs) at all. And they don't define, certainly don't define your happiness. But your joy is coming from the present time to feed 
that thing that is the most uh, eternal in you, and that's your spirit. That basically is uh, the only truth that I've ever run into, that's a life-changing truth. We get things from, from the scriptures that teach us how to age gracefully. We get things uh, from uh, some good people that, that know the scriptures well and teach them well how to live in your present and not your memory. I'm talking about living in your memory as you're locked into it because you can't change it no matter how you try or how you feel about the things that happened to you, either good or bad. They're gone. You can't change it. So you turn around and you look forward, just like Moses led the people out of Egypt toward the promised land. They all wanted to go back to Egypt because there was no water and food in the desert. But it would have only taken them a few days to get to the promised land and they started griping about it and guess how long they stayed out there 40 years now you don't want that so basically they didn't have the right perspective of where happiness and joy and peace real peace is found so that brings me to another deal too daddy is that people often myself included find ourselves going back to situations because they're familiar. It's familiarity. It's this familiar spirit That's exactly right. that people can go back to that because they don't believe in themselves. They're scared. They're fearful. They don't have the worth inside themselves to move forward. So some people tend to go back to situations, even though they're not the most healthy or happy for them. And I encourage anyone to just move forward and move forward in their situations and um, and get that support. So Making peace with the past is quite dangerous. If you're going to look for your peace and your happiness and your grace as you grow older, you don't look backwards. You don't drive in the rearview mirror. You look forward where the windshield is bigger. Where you can see where you're going. And especially as old older as we get, we don't really want to drive backwards anyway, do we? No, we don't. <laughs> okay, well, I am so happy you guys joined us today. I I feel in, in every bone of my body that growing older is a blessing and it's a joy and it's a privilege. A privilege that we do not always get that. We don't always get. And... Daddy can tell you, uh, his wife of years, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer at uh, age of 36, and she had a hell of a 25-year battle, and we lost her at 60. And I got to tell you that she was full of life, and we are not promised tomorrow. And if there was ever a lesson over 25 years for me, it was definitely to live each day like it's your last day and to be put in a position again this year with my father and them giving him two months to live here we are again here we are in that same situation so we're constantly surrounded by our mortality and there is none other than you know the life we have here and then our life 
after this. So thank you, Daddy, for coming to the podcast today. I am so grateful you are still here. God has left you here for a reason. And get that book finished. Maybe it was this podcast. How do you know? (laughs) You're looking forward. That's right. This is Holly Haynes. And until we meet again, have a productive, joyful, incredible week. And remember to visit us at our website, www.agemegracefully.com. For more information, tools, products, and a community of our kind to help us in this awesome, awesome time in our lives. See you next week.